Hello, Strong Runner Chicks. It's Megan here. We are back with another episode. I know it's been a little while. This episode is really special. It's on taking a break from running, and Kelsey recorded it. It's just a mini-sode, so it's kind of short, but it's a perfect length just to get you through a walk or your morning warm-up um, or just kind of take a little break in your day. So we hope that you enjoy it. And we are testing out a new platform as well called Anchor FM. You may have heard of it. Pretty awesome. So we're really excited to unleash a brand new episode and a whole series of mini-sodes in addition to um, some episodes upcoming with guests. So enjoy this episode and feel free to connect with us at Strong Run Chicks on Instagram or Strong Runner Chicks Facebook community we have a group and a Facebook page. StrongRunnerChicks.com is also up. So thanks and enjoy the show. Hello, Strong Runner Chicks. This is Kelsey checking in to see how all of you are doing. Um, we have decided, and I don't know if this will be the first episode or, or the next or, or whatnot, but um, Megan, Elena, and I have decided that we are going to do a few mini-sodes before we get the actual podcast back up and running again. Um, And the reason we did this is because we wanted to figure out kind of our um, editing a little bit more and our sound system because it hasn't been the best quality and we want to upgrade it for you guys. But with that being said, um, we're releasing a bunch of mini-sodes and this is one of a few. So... um, each mini-sode will have a different topic, and this one in particular um, is kind of near and dear to my heart in terms of, you know, kind of where I'm at with um, running, where I'm at with my life. Um, but with that being said, it actually has to do with taking a break from running. Um, so to start this, um, about a year ago, I recognized that running was not serving me anymore. And what that meant was there was a feeling of my body wasn't feeling right. Um, Every time I thought about going for the run, it just did not feel like something I wanted to do, if that makes sense. And I recognized that it just wasn't giving me the satisfaction and fulfillment that, you know, something that used to be joyful movement for me used to to give me, I guess, for lack of better words. Um, So when I recognized this, I actually kept trying to brush it off instead of sitting with it. I kept trying to be like, oh, it's just because I'm not up to it today or I'm just tired or yada, yada, yada. Um, And I recognized that that wasn't necessarily the case. That wasn't the reason why I wasn't, you know, wanting to run. It was really just because my body needed a break. Um, I really needed to learn how to be with myself again. Um, so to back up, it was, it's really interesting. If I look back, like even if I look back like on my Instagram or, you know, just think back to a year ago at this time, um, the thought of not running was horrifying. It was actually really, really scary. Um, I had grown so attached to it that the thought of getting up in the morning and not running was just absolutely horrifying. Like I couldn't, I couldn't even fathom it. Um, and so I think even that in and of itself was a sign that I needed a break. Um, because 
I often find that the thing that scares me is actually the thing that I need to do in order to overcome it. So in this instance, um, taking a break from running and stopping running was really scary to me. And that was actually the thing I really needed to do the most. Um, so I still kind of went on my routine though. I still ran every morning pretty much like six days a week. And on that seventh day, I was doing some other type of movement um, just because it was what felt comfortable and what I knew best. But there came a point in time where my body, my mind just couldn't take it anymore and couldn't take running. And so I stopped um, cold turkey um, pretty much. It was, I think it was like October 9th of 2018, um, somewhere around there. I know it was like right near the Chicago Marathon. Um, and it was really hard. It was really hard to stop and not to continue doing something that I thought I loved at that point in time. But I recognized too that running, like I said, wasn't serving me and I wasn't really loving it anymore. Um, so with that being said though, it came to a point in time where I had to be ready to make the change. Um, if you think about the stages of change, you know, the first one is coming to an acceptance that you need to change. You know, there's a lot of rumination that happens about change, you know, and you're like, oh, well, I could do that maybe. And in my case, it was, you know, thinking about, well, I could stop running, but why would I do that? You know, um, but in this instance, I had to become ready to change. And that period of time, you know, takes time to sit with oneself and recognize, okay, is running really helping me? Is it hurting me? Am I just confused about it? Do I just need some space from it? Um, and so when you come to that point in time where you're ready to make that change and you've understood that, taking that plunge of like doing something that is different than what you're used to is really, really frightening. Um, so I came to that decision of being ready to want to change and ready to want to step away from running for a long period of time. Um, because like I said, it wasn't serving me. Um, and after I did that, there was a period of grief. Um, it's really interesting. I didn't anticipate that happening. I didn't anticipate having to deal with grief. But there was, it was like that grief of, you know, losing something that I loved or I thought I loved um, and something, and it was more so like, I was really frustrated with the fact that I couldn't do it like everybody else. Like, why couldn't my body keep up? Why did I need a break? Why, you know, so the, I guess in a way there was a lot of comparison that <laughs> now that I'm talking about it, I didn't realize until now, but um, you know, I, I don't, I didn't really understand how sensitive my body was and just how sensitive I am to, you know, intense training and just that sort of aspect of it. Um, I'm going down a rabbit hole here anyways, but yeah, I went through this period of grief of not having it and kind of like this, gosh, who am I? Like, what am I going to do with all this time? What am I going to, you know, like when people ask me what I do in my spare time, like, what am I going to tell them? And that was so, that in and of itself was scary too. So as you can hear me say over and over and over again, this scariness of, you know, change and, and not being who I thought I was um, and developing to maybe someone who I didn't know or potentially at the at that point in time, 
developing into someone who might even be better. So I went through that period of grief and um, I had to use a lot of coping skills, um, ones that I didn't know I had already through distraction and finding things that made me laugh and, you know, really recognizing other things that made me joyful and I didn't really know at that time, but I think I had to go through an exploration of finding myself again, like finding myself outside of the sport and, you know, what that meant. So I tried everything, you know, I baked a lot, I knitted, um, I did Sudokus, I read books, I went for walks, um, I sat outside, um, at that point in time I had a deck in my apartment, which was just amazing. So I sat on the deck a lot. Um, but then I also recognized that I had more space in my life. Like I had more space to think. I had more space to meet with friends. I wasn't so rigid. I became very flexible. And I will also, you know, put a caveat in here that not only was I, you know, figuring this out on my own, but I also Um, you know, I was working with a therapist and a registered dietitian. So I wasn't alone in this quest, you know, to kind of make myself a better person. I also had supports in place. I also have to give a really big shout out to a few, you know, of my friends in Amherst, you know, Courtney and Kirsten, you guys were amazing for me to be around. So, you know, it was, um, it was the support of myself, but also those around me that really helped, um, cope through this period of time and so I guess you know finding other hobbies is good but also finding others around you who can look at you and be like oh yeah I get that that's a really cool experience to have so I guess in a nutshell too um for those of you who are listening who are contemplating stopping running and for those of you who are going through that process right now um I hear you I get you it's hard Trust me, it gets easier. Um, It's been about 10 months now since I've run. Um, I don't know if I, when I'll get back to it. I actually, I'm not going to lie, I actually tried to, like, I don't, I wouldn't call it running. Jogging, maybe? Walk running? I don't even know. It was, it was rough. But I tried it the other day for the first time and, oh boy, it was, it was an adventure to say the least. I was very humbled by it, Um, and as I'm saying this, I'm smiling ear to ear because it felt really good, but it also felt really bad, too. Like, it was really bad, but I don't know. It It was interesting, but I'm not really sure I'll jump back into it right away, um... I've been swimming a lot and biking and doing a ton of yoga, which I've been loving. Um, But I just recognize the the understanding of being able to move my body um, and how much I really appreciate that. But anywho, so yeah, it's been about 10 months. Um, I don't know what what comes next, and that's often really scary, is that anticipation of like taking this break. Um, But one thing I guess that's been very helpful for me is not putting a timeline on this. So I can remember when I first took a break and I was like, I'll take two weeks off. And then two weeks went by and I was like, "Eh, no, maybe I'll take another two weeks off. And then before I know it, it was three months and then six months and now it's been 10. Um, But by not putting a timeline on things, I'm not 
holding myself to an expectation. There's nothing that needs to happen. It's just what my body and mind wants. So for those of you who are listening who, like I said, are going through this or are contemplating it, give yourself a little space to think about it. And I promise you that when you're ready, you'll know. The other thing um, that I think has been really helpful for me is I refuse to call myself a runner anymore. Um, I've definitely detached from that identity. Um, I actually choose not to be a runner anymore. I don't want it. Um, I don't want to be known as a singular identity just because I recognize through these past 10 months that there are so many other qualities to my being that I really appreciate more than just being a runner. Um, being a runner is a cool thing to do and it's, it's fun and, um, I enjoy it and I miss it, but I don't want to be known as that. I don't want to be known as a runner. Um, but the other thing too is I don't want to be known as a skier or a reader or, you know, like any of these other qualities. I don't want them to be singular things that identify me, um, I think I'd rather just be known as a human being. So with that being said, um, if anybody has any questions or needs advice or support on taking a step away from running, um, please don't hesitate to reach out to SRC and I'll do my best to get back to you guys. Um, and let us know if you like these mini episodes. You know, we I think we're going to try to touch on a few different important topics here and speak a little bit about our, our experiences and hopefully they resonate well with you all. Um, if you don't like them also, please let us know in a respectful manner, um, because we want to cater to you. Um, and if there's anything you'd like to hear any of us talk about, um, please don't hesitate to reach out. Um, with that being said, take care everyone, give yourself space and be well.